0: Basically, uh, what I propose in the article, and also some other other ones, that it, actually modern technologies like AI, uh, social, and uh, crypto, also like biology talks them, uh, describes them as the most uh, important three technologies of today. Because let's say robotics are downstream of AI, and so uh, with these like three technologies, uh, I think it's actually possible to. Um, uh to scale uh, to to achieve a greater scale for your uh, for these ideologies so uh, let's say uh, China can do be- uh, uh, better central planning now because of AI and maybe also their CBDC than they were able uh, like 50 years ago or 70 years ago. At least that's like that's the proposition, you know. And uh, but also you could have like more kind of like a sovereign collectives or libertarian kind of communities They could be like better organized um uh to today because of let's say crypto uh uh Mm. because of social even if you look like uh, let's say uh as we discussed noster you could have like at least you have like bitcoin lightning you can do like this zapping you can do you can provide tips to people
1: yeah so it's like uh... you can have a
0: social network decentralized social network so so it's like uh,
1: uh, with decentralized technology we can create small uh sovereign collectives of dozen people that can out-, out-, out outperform say um 1000 times larger organizations right
0: yeah you can go you can go both uh uh into like smaller groups and also like into larger groups uh, and you can so it you can kind of challenge the limits of of these like ideologies uh, they were previously in, uh, imposed you know so for example yeah you had these like instagram versus kodak moment where i don't know instagram had like 14 employees or 12 you know and uh like kodak had like thousand times more uh employees but uh, like instagram uh uh has beaten kodak you know uh yeah. so uh so there's like the it's uh or you know there's like the kodak moment
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of of Humtambo Desk podcast. My name is Tukum Tambo and today I'm joined by Yakub Shimek, a co-founder of Wizz Shadal and an author of Wisdom Enterprising. Yakub recently wrote an article about the next frontier in crypto, making communities computable and composable. Yakub, welcome to the show.
0: Hi, Duke. Good to see you. I'm happy that we are doing this second season uh, of Daily Balagisms. And so let, let's discuss uh, another
1: concept. <laughs> yeah, so let's start with your article. You talked about uh, Silvasan's idea that crypto can make com- uh, communities compatible um, or computable and composable. Can you elaborate on uh, what that means and why it's important?
0: Right so it's uh Balaji talks about uh, also like uh de-sci, so like decentralized science as the next frontier after decentralized finance like uh decentralized fi- decentralized finance is like uh uh, yeah, people are kind of more, more familiar with it. We had the, the DeFi summer in 2021 and 2022. We had uh, various uh, issues with, uh, with, uh, actually the, the, the legacy kind of, uh, financial, uh, the, well, the crypto space, but like, uh, uh, the CFI, you know, so it was like the centralized kind of finance institutions that, uh, were wearing the crypto clothes, but, uh, what they were doing, uh, in in, in, in essence was centralized, but, uh, with the DeFi protocols, you know, they, they were working, they didn't, they didn't go down, you know, so they were still like pr- processing, um, transactions uh, smart contracts uh, executing smart con- contracts so uh, we we saw that defi is actually uh, yeah um, fr- anti-fragile and it's uh, it's uh, stable, uh, even despite all these like have, uh, havoc and all these like uh, breakdowns. Let's say the FTX fiasco and and um, other uh, other kind of uh, crypto companies or but like more kind of centralized uh, finance companies before. So, but uh, with the deci, decentralized finance uh, science, you can basically um you can make uh, science not just open uh, open source but uh, but also like composable like uh, like DeFi makes f- uh, finance composable so you can have a like a scientific paper calling uh, like a function calling another scientific paper and you can uh, track uh, the information su- supply chain so that's another biologicals- uh, biologicals- so information supply chain you you can see like uh, uh which paper quotes which paper uh you know you know you can call uh, call out uh, like functions uh, you know it's like mm-hmm. a n- next level after something like um uh, you know, in Python, you have these like Jupyter notebooks, uh, or you have uh, something what Wolfram. Uh, Wolfram is doing. Uh, you know, with their like Wolfram language, and they're kind of. Uh, way how, uh, how to make like documents computable but th- this is like kind of like attempt with the at the ne- next step and also with like decentralized uh communities or with uh computable communities as another biologism uh, it's uh, like a kind of another uh attempt at um something that was like more kind of like uh artisanal or more kind of like uh just like more craft than a science you know like how to mm-hmm how to actually build resilient communities and high trust communities and with Web3 and also with AI and uh, social, like the the three main uh, technologies of today as Balaji calls them, they can all help to make uh, communities computable. Uh, composable and also Like portable so he, he, I mean maybe it's good to Imagine uh, it with something that is Not uh, web, web 3 uh, Per se but it's quite hot now Like with the Noster and with the mm-hmm. Bitcoin community you know they're not Really into, <laughs> into DeFi And they would maybe call like uh, All altcoins uh, shitcoins uh, But okay but they came With uh, this like nice innovation Of like uh, okay it's based on Cryptography so you have like your uh public key and private key and it's like uh um, it's it's a protocol uh where yeah it's like a decentralized um uh, social networking uh, where, uh, where you can uh you you own it yeah like you own your name uh, okay your your public key and also you you own uh, like your private key and so uh and it's it's connected with bitcoin lightning right so but you can uh this is an example of uh, making it portable so you can use like you can choose which client you will be using yeah. you know and they provide various like um services as uh, smart uh, regulators so uh, this is another co- concept of balaji like you want to have a competition between smart regulators so a uh, smart regulator is uh, a regulator that has a uh, good, uh, like, uh, false positive and false negative rate, like, uh, like low, uh, low rates of mistakes. Basically, you know, like they they are able to ban bad actors that are uh, real bad actors, uh, and they don't censor just like people who are, who are like normal, who are just like want to air their opinions. They, you might not agree with them, but they're like uh like doing some kind of uh inquiries uh in the in, in good faith you know like they are proposing some arguments they might be bad arguments like uh not, uh, not sophisticated ones or they might be misinformed uh but they are good actors so you the, so the smart regulators are basically Mm. trying to ban bad actors and also can uh, provide some kind of uh ranking uh, of good actors so and rating of good actors so like imagine uber with five star ra- rating right so bad actors are like uh, kind of like scammers you don't want them in a the marketplace but you want to have like good faith actors who uh, might have various quality let's say of their uh, output you know of their products their services or like their content that they're producing and you want to have algorithms that prioritize uh good content, uh like good quality content and uh ideally uh things like um uh, that uh, that are in the news you can use so as Balaji calls it like uh, something that uh, can boost your uh, learning, earning, uh, and also uh, burning in a sense of working out. So something like health, uh, 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 health, wealth. Uh, and truth so truth as the first so truth uh health wealth it's kind of like uh, the the priorities so you want to have these kind of social networks uh and uh or these kind of communities that uh, that are built around uh, technological progressivism and around uh values like truth health and wealth so and uh, and yeah but uh, with uh, with uh, innovation like nostr you can like for example have a various um mm, mm, that's, that's like one protocol but you can have like various providers of uh, uh of like these decentralized social network uh, net, net network services so
1: yeah and um yeah that's fascinating and uh you also talk about how these ideas can scale in both uh, libertarian and um, egalitarian directions. Uh, Can you elaborate on that, please?
0: Right, so, uh, okay. So, uh, uh, Taleb, Nasim Taleb, has this idea of fractal localism, Mm -hmm. and he's basically... he giving a kind of interesting example nice example that uh, a person can be a libertarian on a federal level like in the u.s context you know like on a federal level uh, but at the same time he can be like a republican uh, on a um on a state level and even like a democrat on a county level and then like a socialist on a city level and communist within his family you know so like the same uh same person can have like these various like ideologies but they're like um they're not scale free but they're uh they are dependent on a scale, so they are not fractal or scale free. Scale free. That's like uh, the same word. Fractal and scale free are the same uh, synonyms, uh, it, which means that they are scale dependent. So you can be like libertarian. Uh, on a like a really large scale, like a federal, uh, federal kind of uh, level of government in the U.S. context, but you could be also communist, but uh, only within your family. You know, you don't like issue invoices or like okay I <laughs> to your kid or something like that. So that's like Taleb's idea of fractal localism, and Taleb is opposed to uh, something that he calls uh, abstract universalism. It's like Kantian abstract universalism universalism and he's also opposed to like a monoculture of uh, nationalism and also kind of like absorbing monolithic uh, nationalism of modern modern era you know it's like 200 years old uh, like this kind of like uh, these nation states uh, kind of uh, idea before we had city states and it was like more kind of like fractal and more Uh, like smaller scale and more focused on trade routes and trade. Uh, And uh, Alexander Bard also talks a lot uh, like who you had on on your podcast, the Swedish philosopher Uh, Mm -hmm. that we did like two interviews with him already so uh and yeah talib has this idea that basically these uh these uh ideologies don't scale past certain point you know like uh, communism works in the family but doesn't work on a city level you know but maybe uh yeah you could be more socialist mm-hmm. on a city level than let's say on a country level you know so yeah. the the higher the scale the more kind of freedom you should you should allow and yeah this is something like uh, that uh, we 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 could go deeper uh, in 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 these areas of like okay abstract universalism it means something like um it's it's not natural so like in a in a extreme or ad absurdum it would mean like uh, you you bring you take your kid to uh, school, you know, in the morning and in the evening uh, or in the afternoon, uh, you would just pick uh, another random uh, random kid because you know you love like uh, uh, uh like you love the humanity as an abstract concept, but but nobody is behaving like this. You actually love your children more than just like some kind of random person or uh, a yeah. random kid in an abstract kind of sense, but you know parents they they uh, of course you prefer kind of your your kin and your um your own children so like this abstract universalism is like um it's kind of absurd at least uh, according to uh, talab and this uh, also this kind of monolithic nationalism it's kind of like uh, erasing the the like natural cultures and like uh, the 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 multiplicity of cultures and traditions and uh, trying to kind of impose mm-hmm. some kind of like top down uh, kind of modern uh, uh, identity that is kind of reductive and monolithic, uh, mono, uh, creating monoculture. So, uh, but this is Talbot's idea, and uh, basically uh, what I propose in the article, and also some other other ones that it, actually modern technologies like AI, uh, social, and uh, crypto, also like biology talks them, uh, describes them as the most uh, important three technologies of today. Because let's say robotics are downstream of AI and so uh with these like three technologies uh i think it's actually possible to um, uh to scale uh, to to achieve a greater scale for your uh, for these ideologies so uh let's say uh china can do b- uh, uh better central planning now because of ai and maybe also their cbdc than they were able uh like 50 years ago or 70 years ago at least that's like that's the proposition you know and uh, but also you could have like more kind of like a sovereign collectives or libertarian kind of communities they could be like better organized um uh to today because of let's say crypto uh uh hmm. because of social even if you look like uh, let's say uh as we discussed noster you could have like at least you have like bitcoin lightning you can do like this zapping you can do you can
1: provide tips to people yeah so it's can, like uh... you can have
0: a social network decentralized social network so
1: so it's like uh, uh, with decentralized technology, we can create small uh, sovereign collectives of dozen people that can outf- out- outperform say um, 1000 times larger organizations, right?
0: Yeah, you can go, you can go both uh, uh, into like smaller groups and also like into larger groups. Uh, and you can so it you can kind of challenge the limits of, of these like ideologies. Uh, they were previously in, uh, imposed, you know, so for example, yeah, you had this like Instagram versus Kodak moment where I don't know, Instagram had like 14 employees or 12, you know, and uh, like Kodak had like 1000 times more uh, employees, but uh, like Instagram uh, uh, has beaten Kodak, you know, uh, yeah. so uh so there's like the yes, uh, or you know there's like the Kodak moments you know but now with the ai with like chat gpt or gpt4 and with other kind of like uh tools in this area you can you can I- imagine even like smaller teams you know you can have um, i don't know two or three or f- four people startup uh like beating much larger institutions, because now with AI, you can, uh, you know, you can maybe 10x, you can have like 10x uh, less uh, employees Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to create a functional MVP and to challenge like uh, established uh, competitors, established companies. So, uh, yeah, but like all these technologies, they can help you to to create, like, uh, team dashboards, you know, better to, to see, like, uh, who is contributing what, uh, uh, who is contributing, like, uh, what kind of content, uh, what kind of quality output. And um, so basically it can help you to create, like, a horizontal community resumes. So it's not just, like, I don't know, resume uh, with the references from your bosses, but it's, like, continuous kind of, uh, Uh, Performance uh, assessment also like uh, through your output or through your peers, through your collaborators, you know, like you could uh, award like NFTs and kind of crypto credentials, badges to to people and and importantly, this these, these can be today recorded on chain. So it's like, it's also portable and it's uh, also like open source, but open state, you know, and you could uh, you could do uh, computations on this kind of data. So that's, um,
1: hmm.
0: you know, it's not just like, let's say some proprietary data, like in web too, like on servers of Twitter or LinkedIn, but it's like, uh, imagine LinkedIn maybe, but portable and, um, and yeah. open source. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, what about the idea of uh, collective uh, utilitarianism, which is uh, different from uh, individual utilitarianism and abstract universalism? How does that fit into this picture?
0: Right. So like Balaji talks about the importance of dashboard management. So like he says, like Silicon Valley and Asia are managed by dashboard management. So like dashboard management is like, you see like what's happening in your city on like, you have like kind of like a bird eye view or on in your company. Mm-hmm. so dashboard management right and the second idea is like team dashboards in, instead of individual uh, dashboards because uh, Balaji often talks about Twitter as uh, being like kind of zero sum uh, environment where you have like uh, individual uh, individuals who are competing there is like one leaderboard of like just individuals you you know you think that you are just like uh, liking someone or retweeting uh, someone and it's just but it um but at the end it's like a zero sum uh world because uh, you are uh, like just fighting for yourself you know to gain as much uh, influence and uh, as much um mm, Uh, followers as possible and retweets and you don't see some kind of like uh, a team dashboard on Twitter you know like you don't see let's say how your Web3 uh, 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 tribe is doing or how your let's say Solana tribe or Bitcoin maximalist tribe or something is doing but you are trying to be the the best the the, the loudest Bitcoin maximalist or uh, uh, on on Twitter and it's uh, I mean it's dangerous in many ways Uh, it's uh but it's uh, but imagine you would have like a team dashboard like let's say in a company when you are doing like um enterprise sales uh, Balaji describes it you are using uh, like team dashboard so of course like you also want to be the best uh, Salesperson uh, uh, On a team, but you also see how the team is doing how many like uh, deals are closed this quarter uh, uh, what what is the incentive structure what? uh, What how many deals we need to do to to get the bonus, you know as a team? so uh, and or imagine like a basketball game where you see a the performance of the team you know like how you are scoring did you win the game you know yeah. what is uh, can you you know so it's just like you see the 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 performance you it's not just In like individual uh, yeah individual leaderboard but like team team dashboard uh yeah and so this is the 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 idea of collective utilitarianism it's origin it's like from a ancient chinese mohism that's like an a, a philosophical uh yeah yes yeah, like uh, modes is like the one philosopher and that's like his kind of uh ide- ideology or idea there mm-hmm. and it's a bit opposed or it's quite different from the the individual uh individual utilitarianism uh, of let's say something like effective uh, altruism but it's also like different from um these like kind of monolithic uh abstract um uh, mm-hmm. uh, universalism or the the, the 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 kind of monoculture of today's nationalism so uh, imagine you have like uh like a band uh, or a clan uh, or a kind of like a small team or a small startup and you are trying to optimize uh the team p- performance or your kind of like tribe performance uh but it's something around like so, uh, dunbar numbers so like uh, let's say 100 people or 150 that's the the dunbar number but today mm. it could be it could be like tens of people you know It doesn't need to be even 100 because of ai and uh, uh and um yeah crypto you can yeah. you can make more with less so generally with technology you can do more with less you know yeah uh so yeah yeah but that's uh yeah you know that's kind of like you uh, yeah but technical uh, but you could also you could have like a startup let's say a ai startup uh today uh with all these like breakthrough uh technologies of like a couple of months ago like uh, gpg uh chat gpt gpt4 uh, you could have like two two person startup and beat like big companies but uh also you could uh with these technologies i think it would be possible to go beyond dunbar number or like uh, some kind of like small kind of uh, communities um uh into like larger larger ones maybe uh it could be ten thousand people who are actually uh creating a high trust society uh even mm-hmm. uh, past the the dunbar number of 150 people uh i that's it's kind of like an open question, but it should be possible because like with technology you can do more with less so uh it's that's possible true. to to scale uh, these kind of uh, tribes uh uh into uh yeah a larger uh, hmm. a lar-
1: larger scale yeah uh i think that's an interesting perspective uh moving forward you also talked about uh the idea of tech- uh, i mean uh network uh archipelagos which are highly aligned uh, cloud communities that need to prove uh, sufficient traction online before uh, printing, in quotes, uh, themselves onto the land. Can you explain more about this uh, concept?
0: Yeah, right. so like biology has uh, this idea of the network state, and uh, and this is like the the ultimate state of some kind of like uh, community that first uh, grows from the cloud and gets printed on the land. So you build a high trust environment, maybe in VR, uh, and in uh, in some kind of group chats, uh, and. And then uh, you 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 try to to crowd territory later, you know. So you you first you have a, like a startup society that can be started by anyone with a laptop, and so you have a leader with a clear moral innovation of let's say sugar bad and uh, uh, web three good, you know. Or mm-hmm. you you can yeah, just build it around I don't know formal wear, you know. So formal wear is good, and you build a community that is like everybody is like wearing some kind of high fashion or formal wear or something uh, similar like that. It could be like keto-kosher society, uh, just where the sugar is bad, or low-carb society just where you focus, I don't know, or uh, carnivore society where you eat mostly meat, I don't know. So, mm-hmm. But uh, but then the next step, which is like a much higher bar, it's like network union, where you, you have a highly aligned community that is capable of collective action, where you actually imagine like you have a community of, let's say, a hundred people, and you uh send out a tweet so you tweet some something some call to action or let's say uh, uh a member of a community of some like uh, network union of graphic designers is like unfairly attacked and there is some kind of like uh, attempt at cancellation of of this person and now a uh, hundred or ninety nine uh um Uh, members of this 100 member community would like uh, do something in support of these like one member who is like unfairly attacked. So they would like you would get like (laughs) 99 retweets of that uh, tweet from from that community because they're like uh, doing collective action. So imagine something like the the trade union. Mm Where you, you don't want to be the, the person who is like, uh, not, not participating in, on, in the strike. I don't know how is the, the English uh, word for this, but it's like, yes. you know, it's like everybody strike, should yeah. be, should be on strike. Yeah. But the, the person who is trying to destroy the strike, you know, by not participating. So, uh, you don't want traitor. to be that traitor, <laughs> something like traitor, right? So <laughs> uh, you want to, uh, just like, you know, it's like, Everybody should participate. So something like, uh, uh, very similar. So like, I don't know, on, Twi- on Twitter, it's not a highly aligned community because you, you, if you have million followers and you, you post something, you get like mm-hmm. 2000 likes. Uh, that's Balaji's yeah. example. But if it was like a highly aligned community, you would get, um, I don't know, close to a million likes, you know. So, yeah. uh, so, but uh, in, in another way, how to look at it is like, uh, in, you know, if it's like a really highly aligned community, uh, you don't need to have million followers, but it's enough to have like uh, two thousand, and yeah. uh, and if you get close to two thousand likes, you know, it's like almost like hundred percent, like nineteen something percent, ninety nine percent of uh of your members are are retweeting or liking mm-hmm. uh, so you you have a, like a similar kind of um, power or influence uh um, um in this like social network sense as uh, if you had like million followers on twitter so that's a like a nice nice illustration of network union and so the network archipelago is like the third uh, level where you are crowdfunding the land crowdfunding like a real estate let's say you want to build like some kind of like accelerator together or some kind of like community center uh and uh, or let's say some kind of place where you could um the community uh, like the members or something like a hacker house where you could also uh, like uh, some some of your members can live uh, together mm-hmm. but let's say there is some kind of like a incubator or, or a cafe or something like where uh, they or some kind of gym you know so it doesn't like kind just, of
1: a digital yeah. monastery Yep. yeah
0: digital monastery as uh, alexander bart talks about it yeah so something like that yeah uh, yeah where it's uh not just office space and not just like co-living space but it, it's uh it's like multi-purpose space so uh,
1: yeah i think that's uh fascinating and i think uh one example i could mention uh of these uh communities in action is jury our was Jewel which is focused on building uh, solutions uh, for startup society and positioning itself as a dev god. And another example like- uh, DEV mention, GOV, uh, DGOV, D- like
0: yeah, a decentralized Gov. uh, governance, governance. Yes, sorry, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true, decentralized <laughs> governance. And yeah, just to mention another example is also DAO Stack, which is focused on creating uh, a new type of uh, decentralized organization that is more flexible and uh, adaptable than traditional corporations. Yeah. So, well, as we come to the end of this uh, episode, where do you see this uh, going in the future? What are the implications for startup society or or society as a whole?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like we can even like discuss uh, Wazesha here as a uh, at least I- idea, like where we want to go directionally. So, like, um, mm-hmm. just a small plug from us, like, because, okay, we are uh, co founders of Wazesha DAO or the Wazesha kind of I- idea. And we we have worked with uh, Sota Hub and with uh, Sota ICT clubs uh, uh, in Kenya uh, around Boytown before. So, uh, yes, we were at the time we were working with twelve schools, and, and now the the program we are not part of SOTA Hub anymore. But uh, yeah, I'm a co-founder, but like um, we cooperate still with them uh, on some some occasions. And they scaled like past hundred schools, but now also they focus more on agriculture clubs and uh, and uh, merging technologies uh, and digital uh, skills with also some kind of agriculture uh, kind of programs. So, but anyhow, but uh, at the time when we were there, we had like uh, Sota ICT clubs, so it means like everyone for digital technology kind of clubs. Uh, uh, SOTE means like all of us in swahili so and so and then we had uh within these uh clubs so th- this could be uh, understood as startup societies right yeah. like maybe today we would uh not not uh, uh yeah something directionally because with startup society you want to have like a unique and clear moral innovation with us uh the moral innovation here was like you can actually uh, you can have rural startup hubs on rural student startups, so you, it could be like in small towns or, or in rural areas. Doesn't need to be in big cities like Nairobi or in Bratislava or in Silicon Valley, you know, San Francisco or New York. But yeah. it can be like in, in the middle of Tsavo, uh, you know, like in the uh,
1: the, the of middle Norway. of nowhere.
0: Yeah, between no, not really nowhere, you know, <laughs> but like Boytown is is like, yeah. it, now it's it's grown a bit bigger but it was like a couple of tens of ta- thousands of people uh yeah. back then you know it's not a big city definitely and uh, so still a town
1: don't...
0: yeah and uh, especially Taita Tavata where we were it's like a really like low population density because of Tsavo National Park and there is like a lot of um a lot of wildlife uh, human conflict uh yeah. and um it's a semi arid area, and you have Mombasa, like 150 kilometers, uh, uh, around 100, yeah, 150 kilometers from Boy, and you have Nairobi, I don't know, 500 kilometers or how Four, way, you...
1: 400 and something, yeah, close to. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. So, yes, so right, so it's. Uh, yeah it's a uh, it's, it's a it's a great place mm-hmm. yeah yeah but it's a good example so but like okay startup societies would be something like uh, sort i city clubs um and then uh, you you within these clubs we had like uh, training companies there were like uh, around twenty people there right yeah uh, fifteen
1: twenty fifteen to twenty, 20 that was maximum yeah. yeah
0: and then we had another modality we which were like student startups right so um, yeah. yeah yeah and then we had like uh, this methodology of practice enterprises network so that yeah. it's based in Germany but it's like international organization that serves as a clearinghouse for these Like um, vocational education companies. So, like, they're like student companies uh, but they are like for educational purposes only right Mm -hmm. so we we were doing uh, like uh, our clubs and they were focused on digitalization or digital skills and also entrepreneurship skills but it was all uh, kind of like this uh, scanner version of digitalization so it's like this intermediate step of uh, like you are bringing something that was like that has an analog like a physical analog analog uh, version that it has uh, like a uh-huh. Uh, physical version and you are digitizing it, and making it like a like imagine like scanning a paper, right? So yeah. now you have a scan, but there is uh, um, an equivalent in the in the physical analog yeah. wor- world. And what we are trying to do with Wezesha, um and like taking small steps as a, like kind of side project, but like as a startup as well. Uh, you you know like uh, let's say uh, cryptocurrency is a digitally native form of money. Then let's yeah. say, uh, like DAOs are like a digitally native form of, of organizations uh, yeah. right? and then you have like nfts uh y- you you can have some crypto credentials and so the question is like what is the digitally native version of education and digitally native version of like vocational education and mm-hmm. uh and like with these uh concepts uh, you can like uh, you can make them like composable uh, computable and also portable so you, you could um, yeah i mean you you could make some computations and like uh, you know it's like you know mm-hmm. you you have uh, like ether scan or uh, on solana we we were on like Building our DAO and also our token on on Solana, but then you you can you know you have like um, you don't need to ask let's say this clearing house in Germany like okay uh, which are the most active student companies or student startups that was uh, our modality like a different modality were student startups uh, like uh, f- of four people or five people yeah. And you don't need to ask some kind of teacher or someone uh, to, to give you advice, which are the most active, but you would see the, see it on chain, you know, yeah, it's just yeah. like you don't rely, let's say, on some kind of uh, reporting on a, like uh, annual basis or quarter basis. And th- there can be some mistakes, you know, it's just someone like who is like, uh, Uh, just doing these calculations in some Excel spreadsheet and then posting it somewhere and and you have to rely you have to trust uh, on uh, this third party or this clearinghouse but uh, but now you could have like you could do your uh, trustless uh, open source uh, uh, open data kind of uh, statistic calculation and yeah and uh much more because it's you can also like do like like composable finance or like a DeFi but like also in this like kind of a learning uh environment which is like more hmm. secure. So that that's just like an example of what uh uh, where you could like for example even like with uh, Wesesha DAO or like with uh, Wesesha uh, coin like it this is like also for us it's just like an, a learning experience like something like we 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 uh, we created the DAO then a charter the DAO on uh, realms like mm-hmm. the, the Solana uh, thing mm-hmm. then you created a token and now you can see like uh, who are the holders of the token right and, and yeah. it's like for for Web3 it's kind of natural like you 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 have these statistics you know but like uh, imagine uh, this uh, be natural for uh, for student startups you know like <clears throat> it, it, they're first of all they're global so they're they are not based let's say only like in Kenya or in Slo- on slovak jurisdiction or kenyan jurisdiction but since they're for uh, educational purposes only you know it's like yeah. it doesn't matter for example junior achievement that they have their their way of doing like this student companies and they are also they don't follow like every like kind of um, uh, legal uh, kind of detail of uh, how to do business in Slovakia but they have their student uh, company methodology that is global right Uh, but and also Balaji has this concept of mirror table which is like a a mirror table that is uh, mirroring the uh, like the the the, the equity, uh, the the venture venture capital equity of a certain startup, mm-hmm. and uh, so it doesn't need to be in a spreadsheet somewhere at some computer of some like venture uh, capitalist or some investor in Silicon Valley, but it can be also mirrored on chain. And so, like with with the, these these kind of concepts, uh, you could I I think you can start like with with education. Uh, For educational purposes only because you are working with like uh, vocational education and uh, uh, this idea of uh, student startups uh, or practice enterprises or training companies or yeah, uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah. Student startups, I think, is good, good idea. And so they, there are no like legal kind of uh, uh, requirements for for these, uh, you know, because um, or or if they are, they they are much smaller, you know. And you can, uh-huh. I think, this is the way how you could create like the the digitally native uh, form of uh, vocational education and uh, create also computable communities because you can. Um, you you can see how active these uh, these uh, startups uh, student startups are basically uh, because all, all this data uh, or many of these data will be put on chain you know mm-hmm. like uh, like daos or also individuals like let's say how many crypto credentials do they have uh, if they helped some other team team members within our um, startup society members so you could You know, it's uh, just, okay, it's not just, like, collecting NFTs or badges, but, like, um, you can have, like, the various uh, kind of proof points and data from various sources, and you can do, like, kind of uh, independent verification of it, and, um, uh, yeah, and you can see it in real time, you know, developing,
1: so, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, Jakub, that's a very uh, perfect example um, of Wazesha in action. And uh, I think we are just uh, scratching the surface right now. Uh, digital cent- uh, Decentralized uh, tech has the potential to um, revolutionize everything from finance to governance um, to education to social media. And uh, we are already seeing that impact of uh, decentralized uh, finance or DeFi and decentralized science or DSci. But the next frontier uh, is making communities uh, commutable and uh, composable and i think this is where we'll see the most exciting uh, developments in the coming years um Jakub, thank you so much for uh joining me today and uh sharing your insights um uh, with um this uh, podcast audience it's been a pleasure
0: yeah it's been a pleasure duke and uh, hope to see you soon
1: yeah hope to see you soon too um well that brings us to the end of this episode we hoped uh, you, you enjoyed uh, the conversation with Jakub Shimek. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe, give this episode a thumbs up, and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, this is Drukum Tamp, and don't forget to do good always.